Good morning, everybody. You're tuned in to Thoughts by DeVille D.I. I'm your host, DeVille D.I. Man, I'm doing a whole lot better this morning than I was yesterday because yesterday I was up at the taint of daylight, the taint of the morning. But we didn't have to go through none of that today, man. There is no logical reason. I say this over and again where somebody should be at work before the sun is even thinking about coming up unless you're the guy who wakes the rooster up. But, yo, the internet, man, <laughs> internet fame is petty as hell. I've been through this, but I, I, I just keep getting an example after example after example of, you know, people to just get famous or and, and start making money off of some of the strangest things. Y'all remember dude with the big neck um, went viral, went to jail like twice, and he had that, that this big, huge neck, and people just made all type of neck jokes, all type of neck memes about him, and it just was like the internet craze for like a week. So I'm on IG, scrolling through IG, and I see that he is in a video with another dude. His Instagram handle is Damn Wide Neck, right? Go show him some love, I guess. He's in he's in a video with this other cat that's called Damn Long Neck. And he has a long neck. He has long he has a neck like Littlefoot. If y'all remember Littlefoot <laughs> Y'all remember Littlefoot? He got a neck like Littlefoot out here, man. But yeah, they got a video. Matter of fact, I posted the video up on uh Facebook on my thoughts about the video. DI Facebook. I don't know if it's gonna stay up because it's got some music in it. Facebook might mute it or might make me take it down. I guess we have to wait and see. But they got a video, an Instagram video together. And so I just went jumped over to his page. You can tell he's got it doesn't use social media like that because uh he don't have a lot of posts on his page. He probably had ten probably had like ten posts at the most. Something like that. Got to be a pretty, uh, I would think, just a, a a pretty new profile, right? And this dude has a, says he's the CEO of Wide Neck Game. And has his manager and his booking info in the bio. And I'm like, wow, this man's really <laughs> starting a career. Off of having a wide neck. Not any uh, animosity or anything, but it's just wild to me how people will scoop these people up while they're, uh, you know, while they're relevant, while they're a hot topic. They'll scoop them up and, you know, show them off, send them around, let everybody look at them, make them, let them be a joke, put a couple of dollars in his pocket, and then it's on to the next, you know, hype thing that's going on. But I'm glad to see the dude doing something, you know, uh, legal, man. Maybe he can flip it into some type of acting career or something like that. But it's just like, wow, internet fame can be so frugal at times. Is that right, frugal? I don't know. I'm just saying, man, some, the things you see people just blow up off of, it just amazes me. But either way, man, we move, we're going to move along from that. Because I saw something else on the internet that shocked and appalled me. Look, y'all got to be careful uh, where you're seeing your kids and who you let watch your kids. I saw a 
report where it said that a daycare worker gave children pine saw, mistaking it for applesauce. Not applesauce, apple juice. Now, you believe this is a mistake if you want to, but your boy DeVille D.I. know better. If you've ever used pine saw, been around pine saw, you know as soon as you open that bottle, you cannot mistake the smell of that pine saw for anything else. There's no way you're going to tell me that you thought this was uh, apple juice. So it's like, what? He He's trying to take these kids out, man. You got to be careful where you let your kids go. I remember when my daughter used to go to daycare. <clears throat> you know, this is my, I was a first-time parent, man. I was so picky about who I let watch my daughter and, and where she could go. Luckily, we found a great daycare. It was called Families United. Shout out to Families United over in Forest Park, Georgia. If it's still around, I don't know. It may be, but that was the most awesome daycare ever, man. She used to love going there. Look, if, you, if you're dropping your kids off to daycare and they having a fit and they just really just don't want to go, man. You you need to kind of, you need to look into why they don't want to go. You need to kind of investigate that. I was like Inspector Gadget up in the daycare trying to see what was going on. I'd be looking in corners. I'd be opening drawers. I'd be looking behind doors and everything. But my daughter always enjoyed going there. She loved it. They had this great uh, uh, lady that worked there, Miss Sabrina. I remember Ms. Sabrina. My daughter used to love her, Miss Sabrina. She get out of the car. She run in the car. She, I mean, she run up in there. She be happy to be there until nap time. If she knew that I wasn't at work, and she was little too, three, four years old, and if she knew I wasn't working that day, she'd make sure that I came and got her at nap time. She wants to go. No, let it be known. She doesn't want to stay home. She wants to go. But when we're on nap time, she wants me to come get her. And that's how you, that's how you got to gauge it, man. Listen to these kids, no matter how small they are, man, because you don't know what's going on up in there because you're not there. But listen to them kids, man. They If they don't want to go in there, it's a reason. Nine times out of ten, it's a reason. Unless you just got a little spoiled kid, a little spoiled whiny kid. It's a reason why they don't want to go up in there, man. But, yeah. Damn, what else was going on, man? I got to scare because I ran across something talking about a boil water uh, advisory was in effect for the Atlanta area. And I was like, why haven't I heard anything about this? Like, why is this new to me? So, apparently the water levels got so low in Atlanta. Something about the water pressure wasn't right. So, they wanted people to boil their water. Now, me, I don't live in Atlanta. I live in the metro area, but I live in the south metro area. So my area is not affected by it. That's why I didn't get any type of alerts. But, yeah, people in the city have to uh, have to boil their water until, like, 5, I think it's like 5 p.m. to, wait, yeah, that's today, until, like, 5 p.m. today. And it, the question that it made pop in my head is, what the hell is going to happen between now and 5 p.m. that's going to make the water safe to use again? If I was boiling it yesterday, why don't I have to boil it today? Like, mm, no, man. I don't know about that, brother. <laughs> I don't know. But, hey, time out, time out, time out. We're going to take a second to uh, 
acknowledge my sponsors, and then we're going to get right back into it. You're tuned into Thoughts by DeVille D.I. So, yeah. I finally got to watch some of that uh, fight, the Deontay Wilder, Nick Fury fight. And I also got some time to watch uh, an interview with Deontay Wilder. I haven't really had a lot of time to take in a whole lot of content lately. So busy working on my own content and, you know, doing what I do to pay the bills and so on and so forth. Haven't really had a lot of time to just sit back and partake in other people's content. I normally do it while I'm, you know, driving around or whatever, but that's just for audio. You can't, I can't watch a video, you know, while I'm driving. So I saw an interview, post-fight interview, and he said, he was saying some wild stuff, like he said, uh, that the man, that Fury felt oily. He was, he was hard to grab onto. He felt oily, and I was like, hmm. And then he also brought to my attention, or to everybody's attention, how long the referee took before he started counting when he, uh, he knocked Buddy down. And I hadn't paid him much attention until he said it, and I went back and I rewatched the video. And it does seem like, I mean, I don't know the rules, the ins and out of when this guy starts, uh, is supposed to start counting on a knockdown. I would assume that as soon as you hit the floor, you're down. We're going to start counting. That's what I would think. But he kind of, the dude was down by my estimate, down around 11. He was down around 11 seconds, man. It looks like, I would, I would say that he's probably, it probably was a knockout. If I If it was me, if I was the judge, I was the final say. So it was a knockout. He knocked him out. But. I was glad to see that he was good in good spirits about it, and he wasn't he wasn't really making any excuses because at the end of the day, it was a draw. He still got his belt, but he was just saying, you know, he put the man down. He felt like he should have won that fight because he put him down twice. Now, like I say, I don't know necessarily all that the ins and out of the rules and boxes. But normally when you see somebody get dropped twice, they usually lose that fight. But I don't know what interest they would have in um, uh, uh, not causing Fury to lose the fight. He does have an interesting story, though, because I watched some of his uh, interview. It was a pre-fight interview he did at the Breakfast Club. and They were saying that he... He was out of boxing for like two years. He went through a period on being um, addicted to drugs and alcohol, and he gained a bunch of pounds. He had to lose a whole lot of weight to. He had to lose a lot of, uh, a whole lot of weight to get get back in shape to fight. And then say the reason what brought him back was because Deontay said once he gained all that weight, he said we'll never have to see him again. We don't have to worry about him. He you know he pretty much rolled him off and. Is washed up, you know, and he came back for that fight. I mean, now, what I do know about boxing, I know a little bit about boxing. And <clears throat> boxing is one of the only fights, not only fights, one of the only sports, competition sports, where you are literally allowed to pick your opponent. You understand what I'm saying? There's a lot of scandals that goes on with boxing because 
let's say for instance, I could take a I could take a guy off the street, train him up, you know, for a while, get him a fight, throw him in there against somebody he I know he's gonna beat. Throw him in there, let him knock the guy out, create a bunch of social media hype, and just keep throwing him in there with bomb after bomb after bomb. Next thing you know, he's eight and zero, he's twelve and zero, and he's starting to get a buzz, but he's hasn't really been up against any competition. That's what you really have to look at in at, in boxing. The people who they're actually pitting these people to get because think about it, if you. If you were uh, fighting in competition and you were allowed to say, oh, no, I'm not fighting that guy, I'm not fighting that guy, I'm going to fight this guy, what, what, wouldn't it increase the likelihood that you or at least your team would try to suggest you to put you into some fights that, you, that they know you're going to win? At the end of the day, this is business. At the end of the day, it's about that check. You know what I mean? So the way to get that check is to win fights. So... Why not? It's a documentary out there that speaks a little bit more on that. I cannot remember the name of it. It's not. It's not Counterpunch. It may be Counterpunch. I don't know. I have to look it up. I'm not gonna, you know, stress about it too much. But it's it's a documentary out there about that, and they talk about different managers, boxing managers, and promoters' business practices when it comes to picking who their fighters are going to fight, so, you know what I'm saying, but, y'all didn't come here for that, y'all came here for some morning discipline, and that's what I'm going to give to you, matters of fact, the name of that documentary is actually Counterpunch, I took a second to look it up while, you know, I was prepping right quick, didn't take much time, it is Counterpunch, watch that documentary on Netflix, uh, counterpunching it can give you if you're interested it can give you kind of an inside point of view of the boxing business but either way more than discipline for the day start where you are and use what you have do what you can start where you are use what you have do what you can don't become one of those people who are just constantly waiting 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 You've probably heard me say this 50 times in 50 different ways. You got to start where you are. You can't wait for to be in that perfect position to have that perfect opportunity to bust a move. Yes, it takes some preparation and takes certain things to get in order to do certain things, but I'm pretty sure you can do what you're trying to do on some level in some shape or form where you are right now. If you want, if you're trying to open a business, you got that entrepreneur spirit. I'm pretty sure you can go out to Goodwill or somewhere, and you can find something to sell. You probably can go in your garage and find something to sell. Gary V. This is something that Gary V. He talks about in, in, in all the time in his books and so on and so forth. It's something sitting around that you can make a couple of dollars off of. If you want to be a rapper, start rapping. Make you some songs, you know. Even if you have to. I remember my nephew. My nephew used to record through headphones. He plugged the headphones into a mic jack and freestyle over beats that he'd get off the internet. But he was making songs. You see what I'm saying? Don't wait for that perfect opportunity 
Start where you are. Use what you have. That's the second thing. That's what he was doing. Use what you have. It's 2018. Most of us have smartphones. Most of us have a laptop, an iPad, or something. That's your studio right there. That's your uh, uh, um, media outlet right there. You can you can make a video from your laptop. You can make a video from your phone. People are shooting whole music videos with iPhones nowadays. You can make a whole movie on the iPhone. I've seen it done before. You know what I'm saying? Use what you got. Use what you got. And do what you can. Don't worry about the part of the game that you ain't ready for. Don't worry about the things that you aren't ready or you aren't prepared to do. Start doing uh, uh, what it is that you're trying to pursue right there where you are. When I started recording my podcast... I was doing it on the, on my phone, on my iPhone. I had um I had decided I was going to start a podcast. I was listening to all different other kinds of podcasts and I was getting into it and I was like, "Hmm. What does it take to start a podcast? I I'm pretty sure I can find a way to do this with what I got in the house it's got to be what i was thinking is there has to be a way to do this on your phone in 2018 so i started googling i didn't have a laptop at the time i started googling how to um what do i need to start a podcast and everything search that i uh did came up with you know all these different boards and mixers and laptops and microphones and so on and so forth and then so i I had gave up because i didn't like i didn't have a laptop I had given my laptop to my daughter because I never used it. I had bought it for uh, school when I was in college, and after I, after that, I just never t- I never touched the thing again. It was just sitting there collecting dust, so I gave it to her because she liked to watch movies on it and you know play little games, download all these little viruses trying to <laughs> trying to get these free games on the laptop. But either or. I didn't even have, like, I didn't have nothing to start with. And then I just so happened to run across a video of somebody talking about Anchor and how you could just pick up your phone and start recording and do a whole podcast right there from your phone. And I was like, I knew it. I knew it. So I started doing this podcast right there on the iPhone. And it was later on where I actually went out and started investing in in other things to try to make it sound better to be able to record do different things soundboards whatever whatever but i used what i had to get started and you know i'm still developing my techniques and i'm still developing my style and my sound and everything but at the end of the day i'm doing it see what i'm saying don't be one of those people that are sitting around waiting for that perfect time that perfect moment get busy now, get you some breakfast. I keep preaching this to y'all, but y'all ain't listen. I don't care if it's oatmeal. I don't care if it's a, a breakfast in a cup, a smoothie, some green juice. Get something in your stomach because you're going to need energy to get out there and get shit done. Remember to be the reason somebody's motivated and masturbated. Either way, you made a difference. Look, if you haven't checked out my last episode, not my last episode, but the last episode of Growing Up the Veal, grandma shitty chicken i need for y'all to go check that out i guarantee you're gonna get some shits and giggles out of it great episode check that out 
uh what else we got what else announcements do i need to make i think that's it but i need y'all to do me a favor get out there and have an amazing day thank you for tuning in to deville di thoughts by deville di i'm out of here peace